Good morning, Ohio. James Lewis of This Dream House, a show that's all about the house. With us today is Andrew Glasgow of H. Glasgow Construction. Thanks, James, for having me. We're excited about having you on the show, Andrew. So tell us, where are you all located? We're located in the heart of Madeira, um, which is a suburb of Cincinnati near the Kenwood Mall area. Excellent. So how did it all get started? I'm the third generation owner of our business. My grandfather started the business uh, as an architect, started a construction company. A few years later, my father joined the business, at which point he named H. Glasgow Construction in 1983. And since then, I uh, came up through the ranks of the company, and now I am the owner of the business. Oh, wow. So when you mentioned coming up through the ranks, so how did they start you out? Well, through the business, uh, naturally, it's a smaller family business, so it's not really a, a, a big corporation. I, I like to think of everyone in our company as more of a family. Nice. Um, so we started out, or I started out, working in the field, you know, carrying garbage cans, uh, to working to more of the framing end, to uh, project management, and uh, working in the office, uh, bidding and running jobs. Excellent. So when it comes to the uh, the sum of the business, you've done everything, it sounds like. Yeah, through the run of it all, uh, I've pretty much uh, stepped in every shoe. So how has being a third-generation company helped you grow? Obviously, like you said, the experience there. But even more than that, is there any other ways that it's helped you benefit? Uh, naturally, as you get older, you know, that you look back on things that you've done, uh, in uh, whether the organization or other aspects of life. And there's a lot of growth that has occurred uh, both with me personally and with me coming into uh, the business and taking over the business, how the business has evolved and kind of grown over time to be uh, a better business. So when you mentioned your grandfather started the company, um, what were, you know, did he ever tell you any stories about the early days? So my grandfather passed away in 93. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't really get an opportunity to discuss uh, much business with him. Um, I am told that a lot of the things I do and the way I operate businesses uh, in parallelisms to what uh, and how he performed in the business. Um, but I didn't get an opportunity business-wise to really uh, parallel and connect with him. Oh, that's a shame. What, is, uh, what are some of the, uh, the things that your father has directly uh, passed down to you? Well, respect for one. Um, the opportunity to listen to people uh have people tell you exactly what they're looking for in uh, their remodel, uh, what um, makes them part of their home and what makes their home part of them to merge together to make the kitchen or the basement or the bathroom or an addition work to their family and to their life. Exactly, to their lifestyle, to their needs, because you're right. I mean, anybody can build something, but to build something that really connects with a family and really helps to uh, to shape what they do in their lives, I mean, that is just remarkable. Correct. So what are the company's guidelines? You kind of touched upon some of the things I would believe would be a part of that. So the company's guidelines uh, is, you know, keeping honesty, keeping uh, the dreams and desires of the client uh, the forefront of what we're doing. Um, naturally, my company, I like to think of as a big family business. Um, naturally, it is a family business. However, each one of my staff members, while they're not blood related to me, they are still family. So keeping my business uh, going well, keeping employees happy, make for better projects for some of the great clients that we have the opportunity to work with. 
you mentioned earlier about uh, keeping the customers informed. Why is that so important? Information is uh, is king as we are going through uh, the construction process. Oftentimes, the construction process is something someone's not familiar with. So coming into their home and disrupting their daily life to make a better kitchen or a basement or a bathroom gives um, kind of a hard time to the homeowner because waking up at 7.30 in the morning uh, – and now there's construction guys there, there's noise, there's dust, some things are moved. So information through that process on what the client can expect, what the client is going to see occurring in the next couple of days, in the next couple of weeks, uh, is critical so that they know what to perform or how to perform uh, through their home and what to expect to come home to at the end of the day uh, when they're away at work. So it sounds like that you're able to, by communication, minimize the um, the difficulties, minimize the uh, the changes that they have to make to their lives, and maximize the amount of uh, positive change in their lives. Naturally, it's uh, it, going through the whole construction process is a disturbance. There's no mm-hmm. way around that. But we try and make it uh, as clean to them as possible and um, as organized as possible so that the disruption to their day is not as great. Do you always use the finest quality materials? The finest quality materials is definitely something that we work to uh, utilize in all of our projects. However, majority of these selections are uh, selected by the homeowner um, as we're setting up and uh, organizing the project. So if the homeowner chooses to use a project or an aspect of their project, we incorporate that into the project. Um, We can talk to the homeowner and tell them that we don't think that X project may be or X piece may be a good piece to use in their project. Mm -hmm. Um, However, it is the homeowner's home, so we try and honor their wishes as much as possible to give them what they want. So what are some of the types of materials that you do use? We we try and uh, utilize things like, uh, in addition, maybe working with brick or hardy siding or composites, something that you're not coming back to and it's a continual maintenance, but it holds value and it is a good impression on the home um, that you're not using just, you know, a T111 or some plywood siding that is going to take lots of uh, maintenance and upkeep and has a shorter term life uh, for that project. Excellent. So it seems like you really do care about the customers long-term, not just the short-term of doing the project, but you want that project to last and uh, be an excellent quality and value for them. It is. It's a a natural investment. It's a large investment that the homeowner is putting into their home. So you want to try and give every opportunity that that investment is going to last as long as possible. One of the most important things in any industry is having employees that are up to date on the latest techniques and technologies. How are you able to keep uh, your employees up to date on the latest technologies and techniques? So there's always project products that are coming out on a regular basis. Trying to keep up to date with every product that's coming out on everyday basis is very hard concept to, to handle. However, we do work with uh, NARI. So I'm president of NARI, which is the National Association of Remodeling Industry. Um, And with that, uh, a few of my staff members are certified lead carpenters. I am a certified remodeler myself. 
So we have to attain uh, continuing education units through the year. So through NARI, through other courses uh, that uh, we sign up for as a company, a lot of my staff get the opportunity to learn hands-on um, on how some of these new products are being incorporated to better utilize them in a client's home. Oh, that's phenomenal. So like you said, there's always ongoing training, it sounds like, for your staff. And it sounds like the importance of working with like a great organization, like you said, like NARI, being able to uh, be able to better educate and inform your employees so they can stay up to date as much as possible. Because like you said, there are so much changes going on in the industry. It'd be impossible to be on top of everything. But it sounds like you guys are doing the right things and uh, doing the training and the techniques to uh, to stay in the uh, forefront. We try and keep everyone as informed as possible. Um, however, like I said, you always do have a client that comes up and maybe wants to incorporate something they saw overseas uh, into their project. So then you take the time to educate myself, uh, research it, see what needs to be done, work with some of my trade partners on how to bring that into that client's home to make their dream a reality. Now, talking about your team, tell us a little bit about uh, who works for you. So I have a uh, office staff, naturally. Uh, Samantha's in our office, uh, who would be the first contact point uh, when somebody calls uh, during a process uh, from there. I am hands-on on working through the design, uh, pricing of the project. Um, then I run a certified lead, or a lead carpenter system. So I have lead carpenters in the field uh, with staff members working with them uh, during the entire project. That is the kind of point system uh, as we go through the kitchen or the addition uh, for that client. Yeah, Samantha was a pleasure to work with uh, when getting you on the show. She was uh, phenomenal. How long does your warrant or how does your warranty work? So we have a five-year warranty on all of our workmanship. So that covers that any type of product that is installed is going to remain installed. Um, and I always tell people, even after five years, if it's 20 years down the road, give me a call if there's an issue because I want to know how what we're doing is performing. And if I have an issue that is arising, I need to make corrective actions to it. Exactly. So it seems like you really care. So you want them to follow up with you if they do have issues. But fortunately, I'm guessing that there's not too many phone calls you receive. No. Excellent. And then, like you said, for the five years, wow. So, I mean, that's uh, is that completely covered for five years? So the the workmanship. So, again, if, uh, if we install a faucet uh, with multiple manufacturers um, and the faucet becomes an issue, we are going to go back to that faucet manufacturer and discuss that with them and say, hey, there's an issue we're having with this faucet. Oftentimes, the manufacturers are going to step in and say, okay, we will provide either a new faucet or new parts for that, at which point uh, we go and install the new parts uh, to cover for any type of warranty defect. So it sounds like you're an advocate for your customers. Exactly. That is phenomenal. Is it earlier or no, easier <laughs> to do a remodel or an addition? Every project has a challenge. So even an addition oftentimes is going to incorporate some type of remodel because you have to make entry point into that addition uh, with both flooring uh, entries as far as is the widening, is the doorway going to be wider? Are you going to take out a window to allow access into the addition? How is all that going to work? So both of them um, provide challenges. Um, Oftentimes, the addition may be a little bit harder, 
but that's incorporating roof lines, foundations. Um, it's a little bit of a larger scale than coming in and just doing a kitchen remodel. Well, nice. So with that, um, about how uh, how many uh, remodels do you do at a year? Over a year, yeah, we typically work on maybe about 70 total home renovations. Is it possible to have natural light in a basement? Absolutely. So, so through means of egress, um, windows can be uh, bringing in some light. Actually, we're just uh, working on a basement in Waynesville that we just installed two six-foot-wide egress windows to bring in uh, more natural light to the space. Oh, nice. That sounds lovely. Are man caves still popular, or is it going back to being more of a family room? I would say more of a family room. Naturally, everyone has their space that they enjoy. Um, I think that uh, it's been a while since I've heard the term of a man cave. Um, Majority of people are wanting use for the entire family. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing incorporation for the basement into TV rooms, um, golf simulators, different aspects that other people and everyone in the family can utilize. Now, that sounds awesome, a golf simulator. So you're talking like where they actually play golf in there, or are you talking like one of those golden tee machines? Like a golf where you actually were able to swing a club uh, into a screen where the uh, course is simulated onto the screen. Nice. That sounds great. Yeah, I know uh, a couple of the golf clubs around here have those. But So individuals have those at their homes? Yeah, there's a few that uh, have installed them in their homes. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. So is it better to do a Jack or Jill ba- or and Jill bathroom or two separate bathrooms? So that, again, incorporates to what the needs are for the space. Mm-hmm. If you're having a 4-year-old and a 17-year-old that need bathrooms, naturally you're probably better off to have two separate spaces. Um, if you're dealing with twins or limited space, sometimes it's maybe easier for the Jack and Jill bathroom. That is something that is more easily assessed when I'm at the home talking to the needs, wants, and desires uh, of the space and uh, what requirements we have to work with to provide either one or two bathrooms. Okay, so it sounds like it's more based on the individual customer's needs as opposed to just kind of a hard, fast rule. Correct. Oh, okay. What type of rooms have you converted into bedrooms? So sometimes people will add from a den or into a uh, or an office space mm-hmm. into a bedroom. Sometimes you see where it's kind of the opposite. People are taking a bedroom that may be an extra bedroom or they have two extra bedrooms and utilizing it as office space. Again, it really it really depends on what the client's needs are. Uh, if they're expecting all of a sudden uh, another kid or triplets or something that uh, they had not planned for on how do they make that home uh, work for them. And then the one of the ones that kind of interests me nowadays, uh, because our sponsor, Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, so we love appliances, uh, I understand there's something called like a grandparent's kitchen or a grandparent, uh, like for like a second uh, kitchen in the house. So it'd be called in-law suite. Yeah. Um, so you often, uh, a lot of additions have been uh, designed recently and priced for suites. Uh, the space requirements uh, are definitely something that needs to be incorporated. Uh, rear yard, side yard, front yard setbacks for that type of space. Mm-hmm. 
but it is something that is becoming more and more popular uh, as people are bringing multi-rooms into one roof, uh, either for cost value or that they may have uh, some parents that need a little bit more of attention than living on their own so they can bring them into their home, uh, put an addition or an in-law suite on the rear of the home and be able to have the family all at one roof. It is nice when families can come together like that. So with that, um, you know, with uh, do they typically uh, get a similar style kitchen to the one they have? So like if they have a galley, do they continue to have galley or open? Do they continue to have open? Or do you think because the space being – uh, different? Do they usually go with like a try to stay a smaller kitchen? Oftentimes, again, it goes to the client's needs. If uh, mom and dad are are moving in, are do they like to cook? Do they not need to cook? Do they just need coffee and uh, you know a little refrigerator area um, for their stuff? And then utilizing the whole home kitchen. Uh, certainly, there are some projects that we've worked on where you have two complete kitchens. Oh, wow. Uh, one of the other aspects to play into is mm-hmm. zoning. Oftentimes zoning uh, will not allow for two complete kitchens in a home, or there will be some requirements that need to be met, uh, which is simple as uh, reading the local zoning requirements and then uh, working with the designs from there. Now, one of the great things about your company, you don't just do residential. I understand you also do commercial, and you've worked on some restaurants What are some of the restaurants you've done work with? In the past, we've uh, done some work with uh, some pizza chains, Mm -hmm. uh, some other fast food restaurants. Uh, There's a few uh, chains that we've done uh, build-outs for over the years. Uh, The most recently uh, is uh, Mio's, a pizza place over in Anderson that we work for. Yeah, they have a phenomenal pizza. So, yeah, shoot, that's great to hear. And And basically, like you said, just like your residential customers, it's more based on what their needs are. And you sit down, probably do some type of consultation or two to really get into the heads of the uh, the clients, I'm guessing. Exactly. Work through the design process and then execute uh, the design from there. Do you do exterior work? Yes, we do. We don't necessarily always go and just strip siding off of a home. But if it's incorporating into a project like an addition um, or a dormer or something that we are working on uh, for the renovation, we oftentimes will uh, reside or update the exterior of the home. Excellent. So in other words, it's one of those situations where it might not be a priority or a main thing that you do, but if you're already doing a project for them, they don't have to bring in a separate subcontractor. You can do the work of uh, multiple businesses. It sounds Precisely. Is it better to add a deck or a porch? And what is the difference between a deck and a porch? I'm kind of curious. So a deck is open. Uh-huh. Um, so typically you're going to have a deck, you know, open to all the elements. So a lot of the decks that we're doing are uh, composites. Uh, not not a lot of people are doing treated lumber anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, now porch, you're working with roof um, and you're working with either screened in porch or like a four season, three season room where you're incorporating uh, some windows uh, insulation into the mm-hmm. perimeter walls. Oh, So, again, it depends on the needs, wants, and desires and what the space requirements or allotments are for providing a deck or a screen porch. So it's more about having shade options, it sounds like, with the the porch where the deck is more uh, wide open, you were saying? Correct. Oh, neat. Is it better when the garage is attached or floating? Again, requirements, needs. Um, yeah, so if you're you having uh, you know, a couple trucks or a camper, 
then it's certainly something that's going to be a, a detached uh, facility or garage onto the home. Um, putting an attached is certainly possible um, for you know additional car storage, toy storage, uh, boats, anything like that. I want um, again, it's based on requirements of the zoning for the local area on what can and cannot be done. Exactly. And then it probably takes a little bit longer when it has to be attached because then you have to uh, work on the existing structure, I would think. Naturally, there's some uh, tie-ins and some uh, modifications to the existing home that are required. Um, But just like a detached, uh, you know, we've got to get electric, oftentimes water out to the detached structures. So there are still requirements or modifications occurring to the uh, main home for those. Oh, okay. So they both have their challenges, but it sounds like uh, no uh, problem for either one of those for your company. No. Excellent. What type of foundation work do you do? So we do a lot of structural repairs. Um, so epoxy injection, staples, dowels, uh, counterforts, uh, any type of uh, engineer type of repair. Um, we also do a lot of uh, emergency things like a car hit a home. We're going in and uh, doing structural repairs or shoring for that and then coming back and doing complete repairs from there. Oh, nice. So now you mentioned uh, injection and different things like that. What type of material do you uh, put into a uh, foundation to help it stay together? So typically we only work with a structural grade epoxy. Uh, There are other forms of injections uh, just for water-based remediation repairs. However, we work with uh, typically a few engineers in the city, uh, so a lot of those engineers require a structural grade epoxy as opposed to a polyurethane. Exactly. So the higher end stuff. So like you were saying before, where you're all about using the best materials possible, it's not one of those ones where you want to do the half job half-heartedly and have to worry about something happening in the future. It sounds like with uh, that type of material, it's going to be something that's going to last for your customer. Correct. Oh, that is phenomenal. My favorite room in the house is the kitchen. Uh, What type of uh, kitchen would you, because we're on the dream house, so what kind of kitchen would you describe as your dream house? Wow. Um, You know, naturally a a large kitchen with a a center island for entertaining. Uh, I like a view. Um, My actual house is set up as a view with the kitchen. Oh, cool. So being able to entertain, cook comfortably, uh, work in what we'll call a working triangle uh, to not be overextending yourself as you're traveling through the kitchen and working in the kitchen are all aspects to keep in mind. Um, I like to be able to work in the kitchen while the family's there. So keeping everyone right there is oh, nice. uh, is key to me. Excellent. Yeah, we love talking about kitchens because, of course, our sponsor, Appliance Factory Mattress Kingdom, they have both electric and gas stoves. Are you more an electric or a gas? I'm a gas uh, cook. Um, I enjoy the uh, ability to more finely tune the, mm-hmm. the gas. Um, there's lots of options with electric as well. Again, it's uh, the person that is cooking that typically will dictate that they want uh, you know gas or electric uh, and what type of cooktop surface they prefer to work with. Excellent. And then, of course, once again, for just you, not so much the customer, uh, do you prefer, you know, at your house, a French store or a side-by-side? I have side-by-side. Oh, nice. Going so, with the classic, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you kind of like it more organized. Yep. Yeah, because with the French store, they have the ability to have wider things, but they're not as well structured when it comes to the uh, the freezer. 
Correct. Okay. So does your team work with gas and electricity? Naturally, gas and electric is part of every project that uh, we're working on in the kitchen. Oftentimes, uh, gas is not involved in the bathroom, however electric is. So those are always aspects that are uh, included in every part of our project. Which is trickier, repairing fire damage or water damage? Or is it one of those things that usually if you have fire damage, you're probably going to have water damage for putting out the fires? Once there's fire damage, there's always going to be water damage or water issues as well. Um, Preferably, you never have to deal with those. But they do come, and that is oftentimes uh, something that works through the insurance process and uh, is dealt with on a timely basis. Before we started, you mentioned about a remodel you were doing, putting in a studio. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so we recently completed a sound uh, a music recording studio in Northside uh, for a client um, studio. They do a lot of uh, rock and roll type mm-hmm. uh, audio recording. Um, it turned out very nice. It's a very nice area for both the office, the studio, and he has a lounge there. Oh, wow. That sounds lovely. I was going to say, shoot, I should be recording my show there. That sounds like a great place. It is a beautiful project. Oh, definitely. So, Andrew, before— Actually, with that studio, we just won Contractor of the Year Award uh, through NERI uh, for that commercial renovation. Well, of course, you know the president. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That is awesome. Congrats on the award. That's great. Thank you. So, before we let you go, uh, Andrew, where on social media, where on the web should we check out your company at? So our website uh, is mm-hmm. cinci Uh We also have a Facebook page, H. Glasgow Construction, uh, so you can find us there as well. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to message us on either uh, the Facebook or the website, and we'll get back to you. Sounds great. Andrew, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom is your kitchen appliance headquarters. Save 30 to 60% every day on everything from LG and GE to KitchenAid and Samsung. If you're considering upgrading your home appliances or mattresses, stop at any one of Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom locations. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory has largest Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy Selection. Visit ApplianceFactory.com. Good morning, Ohio. James Lewis of This Dream House, a show that's all about the house. With us today from iFly is Steve Hunt. Steve, thank you for joining us to discuss the All Abilities program at iFly. James, thank you. Thanks for having us. So what is the All Abilities program? So, James, the All Abilities program uh, was started uh, by a family who had a child that was challenged, and uh, she she create an event so that we could basically highlight the fact that indoor skydiving is for everyone from every every walk of life every challenge whether physical or mental and anyone can fly so we created an event called all abilities night just to highlight that that fact Uh, we give a special discount rate uh, for those who attend the event and anyone can come and watch and currently we've flown anyone from people who are blind uh, to people who are paraplegic and people who don't have limbs. 
Uh, so we're really excited about it. Personally, I have a personal interest in it. This is one of the things that really drew me to iFly. My son has spina bifida and was born with paralysis from his waist down. So we look for adaptive sports to get involved with that we can all do as a family. I have eight children, and we all like to do sports together. We like to do a lot of things together. One of them was skiing, snowboarding. We go out to Colorado a lot. And that's where, uh, in Orlando, we were introduced to indoor skydiving and realized that this is something that my son can do. Uh, so I have a very special interest in, in this event. It's phenomenal. I mean, how iFly really cares about the community and uh, really wants to uh, change lives. And, I mean, is just such a uh, fun and great experience for uh, those people, you know, all people of all ages and abilities. So that sounds remarkable. Before we let you go, where on social media, where on the web, should they check you all out at? So for the Corey Hood Foundation, which is connected to the adaptive um, uh, piece that we're doing here in iFly Cincinnati, um, that is the CoreyHoodFoundation.org, or they can look up the Corey Hood Foundation on Facebook, and all of those will be connected together. We also have an Instagram uh, that all of that's connected. There is an application for anyone who wants to get sponsorship that needs sponsorship to come in, and we invite them to fill out that application, and then we can try and find sponsorship for them. Um, as far as uh, iFly Cincinnati, if you look that up on Facebook, you can go to iFly Cincinnati, and, uh, and you'll find us there. Um, we are trying to start up an iFly Cincinnati Instagram that's coming soon. So, uh, yeah, that'll, that'll happen soon, too. Uh, and they can, any of them can reach out to myself or Kate personally. Uh, we invite, especially for the adaptive program, I invite anyone to be able to reach out to me personally. Uh, they, I can give you uh, my phone number. Uh, my email is shunt, S-H-U-N-T, at iflyworld.com. And I can give you my number is 513-678-9823. And I'm happy for anyone uh, in the adaptive community to reach out to me. I'll answer any questions that I can. And, and there's no one uh, that we want to have limit to be able to come in and experience this and hopefully uh, love it so much that they want to get into it uh, competitively. That is remarkable. I uh, really appreciate you all joining us on the show today. Thank you, James. Thanks for having us.